0: The future of radio The future of radio The future of radio The future of radio, the future. The future of radio is here. unemploymentradio.com
1: I think it could be a great addition to the show. I think it's something, you know, I mean, now is the time. We're, g- we're going to be live in front of probably a lot of people that have never no, seen us before. Yes. Now is the time to debut something like that.
0: I don't think that's the time at all, <laughs> <To> where- <laughs> especially if it's like four days away. No, I
1: mean, it'll be like a third member and like I could surprise you don't, and bring don't. him out. I don't know what the name of it's going to be yet. Actually, I haven't even built it, but I'm just thinking this could be a perfect like addition. Yeah, because you
0: don't have enough on your plate this week. You're like going to go ahead and build a new friend.
1: No, I yes, well, I, I mean, pretty much. I, and I mean, it'll be really Really easy to build it, but I'm just saying it could be a wonderful addition. We need a third character, and I think I'm ready to provide Wait, that. I'm not a, a character, one.
0: I'm a person.
1: This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And uh, speaking of this weekend, we do have something amazing that's going to be happening on Saturday, December 2nd, and that is the Portland Podcast festival. So pdxpodfestival.com. You can go there now, pick up your tickets. It is going to be a hell of a day. Oh my uh, we gosh, have, I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We would love to see everybody out there. So we've got 13 podcasts on the show, and we've got two bands that are going to be performing. You'll get a free beverage from Small Town Brewing, which is going to be wonderful because uh, Small Town is sponsoring the main stage of at the Hawthorne Theater yeah, on it's Saturday.
0: It's the Mountain Ale Main Stage. The Mountain it Ale Main Stage. It has a real stage. good flow to it.
1: I like that it name. Is. I it I does. Mountain name. Ale Main Stage is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so it's not your... I
0: mean, it sounds like a real thing. Festival because
1: it is it is a real festival yeah ho, 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 ho. not your f- Greg not your father's Mountain Ale which is uh, wonderful and and the, here's the bonus thing if you buy a ticket at pdxpodfestival.com, you get not only an amazing lanyard which is actually it's really really cool it's a commemorative lanyard that you'll get for and I this spent first all ever-
0: afternoon yesterday actually like threading them all putting them on their little uh, necklace things.
1: On the necklace things, the technical term. I did. No, our
0: our green room is full of all the necklace things. It is. The lanyards, No,
1: they're there. And I bruised my
0: thumbs, Greg, from from putting those together.
1: Well, when you show up to the festival at the Hawthorne Theater on Saturday, December 2nd, doors at 5 p.m., shows start at 6, uh, you will get not only the lanyard, but you'll also get a free ticket a ticket for a free beer a ticket for a free beer from small town so that means you'll either get a free not your father's mountain ale or a not your grandmother's iced tea which are not your mother's iced tea. I
0: think we've just changed. It all. It's just it's either father, mother, grandmother, or grandfather.
1: You're going to get a free mountain ale or a free iced tea. There you go. They beer. have alcohol a in them. Beer. They're delicious. Yes, and they are absolutely wonderful. And that's uh, courtesy of small towns. So, uh, again, sponsors of the main stage. So we are really excited for this thing. We would love to see everybody come out. Uh, write us. Let us know. Um, we've we've kept the price down as low as we possibly can with 13 podcasts and two bands. So it's. It's just going to be a really fun night, and we would love to see everybody out there. It's a lot of work putting these on, um, which I know is not anybody's problem. We just want to make sure that it's a fun night for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So oh, we're in it uh, to
0: win it. I mean, we've been working on this for months now, and now it's the home stretch.
1: Yeah. Ooh. So we just need you there. That's what we would
0: like All we need anything. from you is
1: you. But we, there is a bunch of live shows, and so what we were talking about is, you know, Fun Employment Radio is going to be doing a live show. And uh, I was thinking, you know, since we are doing this live in front of audience, and since there's, you know, people from other podcasts that will be there that maybe have never seen us before. Now would be the perfect time to debut something like just completely revolutionary for the show. And I oh, was God. watching. What's
0: your new obsession? I was
1: watching the other day. It was, it was somebody posted it on Facebook. It was from Vice. If it's your
0: new obsession, and you're saying the other day. I'm assuming it was yesterday.
1: Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah.
0: So because this is how quick your obsessions work. Like you watch something the day before, and then all of a sudden it has to be your thing.
1: Yes, and then I want to do it. And so I was watching this documentary. It was on Vice, and it was about uh, this this ventriloquist convention. And at first, you know, I've never considered ventriloquism to be something that I would be interested in. But now, after watching this documentary, like, a these people are nuts. Like they're bonkers. I I want to go to this convention just to see it. I mean, it's like hundreds of people with their with their dummies and all kinds of different dummies, and it's a documentary of just like going through this. This guy's like walking through it and like talking to all these different people and getting their stories, and then of course he ends up he ends up trying it himself. But I mean, there's some there's some real weirdos in this thing. Wait, I so mean, what this... you
0: found out about this watching this documentary about a villain? So is it? This is something that's actually currently happening?
1: It's on Vice.
0: So it is people that still do this? like, yeah, it's like a twi- seventeen. Oh, like- yeah.
1: No, it's, apparently it's been going on for like 40 years, this convention. It always happens in the same I mean, there the is a place. convention
0: for everything. There's a
1: convention for everything, which would make a wonderful television show. But this, uh, this guy is going through the convention and talking to all these people. And, I mean, there's a couple of them where they take it too far. This one guy has a... Has a mannequin that's a woman and he's like, Oh, this is my girlfriend, and I think it's like Cindy or something. This Aww. is my girlfriend Cindy. She's like, hi, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and doing the voice. And then he kisses it and then they walk off.
0: Oh, I don't it's just an act though, right?
1: I don't I don't know. I mean, is it about that guy? If that was if he was joking. But I think maybe Wait, is
0: that what you want? You want to make a Cindy?
1: No, I don't want to make a Cindy. You know, I'd be, I'd want more like a sidekick, like a, what would I call it? Like a Billy or something like that. Like, this is Billy, you oh, know, and have, Billy. and have no, not like that, you know, and have Billy join on the show. Like, so live while we're doing our podcast, you know, I'd be like, Sarah, hey, I just want to say, you know, thanks everybody for coming out to the Fun Employment Radio event. We are debuting our third member for the cast of Fun Employment okay, Radio I right did. now. It's Billy. i be like, hi hey, everybody. How are you doing, Sarah? No, Wait, are you going bullies- to try and be
0: the ventriloquist? Yeah, Wait, be
1: the ventriloquist. Too. So the
0: ventriloquist is the person that pretends to talk for the dummy, right? Yeah. So that's the that's what they are. That's and what I the would. Dummy be. is the dummy.
1: Yeah, the dummy's the dummy. Yeah, who's a dummy? You're the dummy. You know, and doing things like that. Oh, is he like sassy? He'd be sassy. Yeah, he'd be sassy. He doesn't
0: like being told that he's a dummy.
1: Ooh, Knuckles. That'd be a good name for him. Yeah, that's a good name. What's
0: oh, a friend? Named our friend's dog.
1: Yeah, it is true. Yeah, yeah. It could still be a still be a dummy on there. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, they, people are liking the name Knuckles. I'm looking in the live chat here, so Knuckles might have to All go. right,
0: so between hey, now what's and up, Knuckles? Hey, Knuckles? how you doing, Greg? Yeah. With the like, 1,573 things we need to have done between now and mm-hmm. Saturday for the festival, mm-hmm. when are you going to have time to learn how to be a ventriloquist I think I'm and, a find your, and find Knuckles the dummy?
1: I think I would be a natural at it. I think that's, that's where the issue would be. I mean, be. do you
0: know anybody who's ever had a ventriloquist puppet? No,
1: I'm trying to think about that. I, I've messed... I've played around with one before. Have you ever watched
0: Dead Silence?
1: No, I don't know what Dead Silence is. Oh, it's
0: a awesome like z list horror movie, having to do with dummies.
1: Oh wait, is that the one where there's like a whole bunch of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I have seen that before. Uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, no, I I knew I did know somebody who had one because I've I've played around with one before, like as far as like pulling all the levers and the the eyes and the creepy creepy eyes and all that stuff. But I can't remember who it was that had one. Ooh, like the somebody, creepy
0: eyes. somebody
1: in middle school had one. But that's that's probably the last time. Uh, somebody posted in the chat uh, Job and Franklin from uh, Arrested Development. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. true. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, I probably shouldn't do that one. Uh, Vicky is saying, can you actually talk without moving your lips?
0: I don't know, Vicky. Can I talk without moving my lips? You, he can't.
1: Yeah, that wasn't very good. No. I bet I can. Maybe Sarah could be the ventriloquist and Greg could be the dummy.
0: Oh, I bet I could do that. I think I could do the ventriloquist better than you. Hi, Greg. How's everything going today?
1: No, you would be the dummy. <gasps> Look at
0: that. No, I'm the ventriloquist, you're the dummy. Look, I can do it without moving my lips.
1: Say something without moving your lips.
0: Hi, Greg. I think you're an idiot.
1: Hi, Sarah. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Yeah, I see, that, that was pretty good.
0: Does the pattern baldness run on your family? Because it looks like your hair is getting thinner by the day.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, Sarah. Why don't you go eat some more mac and cheese? Well no, see,
0: I can your lips are moving. Yeah,
1: but you're not saying bees, so
0: no, clearly the V V E v.
1: You look creepy when you're doing it too, by the way. It's just, it does. Well,
0: all ventriloquists look creepy. They all hold that, like, dead smile. I know. Because they're all trying to not look like they're moving their lips. So they're all like.
1: It's just me and Knuckles, that's all. It's
0: just me and Knuckles. Hey, that's Greg, all. how are you
1: doing today? Well, I'm doing good there? I can see you Knuckles. because your
0: face thing is in the way. And that's Put because I'm your... doing it so well, I know, you wouldn't no. know. Oh, your lip is moving so well, my aggressively. Lip is not moving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Seriously, it's like you're an old man egg eater. The are are moving so I'm much I'm not over an there. old man
1: egg, egg eater. Mm-hmm. But I think this is something that maybe we should debut for the live show on uh, Knuckles. Knuckles. You want to be the Knuckles? Dummy. Knuckles is the dummy. I'm Greg. Knuckles. Is I'm gonna the be dummy. like
0: Lady V. That's what I'll be.
1: What do you mean? You are not going to have. I'll a be Vin Lady Wyquist.
0: V and Knuckles, and then you'll just be like, "Hi, everybody! I'm an idiot," and I'll be like, "Oh."
1: I don't understand. How would you be? Because you're going to
0: pretend to be the dummy and I'm going to be the ventriloquist. And that way we don't have to find a doll. You can just pretend to be a doll. We can dress you up in like your peewee outfit. And then you no, totally look like a doll.
1: I'm going to have a doll. The doll's name will be Knuckles. And then maybe, uh, hey, why don't you ditch the dame, Craig? Oh, Knuckles, that's not very nice. You shouldn't talk to Sarah that way. See, I think this, could, this is exactly how it should work. And then Knuckles will Are you
0: seriously going to bring a doll to the podcast festival and be like, hey, everybody who hasn't heard of us before? We're Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. Guess what we have? A fucking doll. Yeah,
1: Knuckles. Everybody loves Knuckles. And then you're
0: gonna do a really embarrassing ventriloquist act. It's going to bomb. Nobody's gonna do anything. Yeah, why what
1: is the Lady V thing? Why do you want to be called I'm lady, lady
0: Ventriloquist?
1: Oh, that's where that comes
0: from. Yes, I'll be Lady V. I'll be like the glamorous lady V. I'll I'll wear the outfit that we all know I'm gonna be wearing in twenty years anyway. 30 years, 30 years, 30 years. Lots of baubles, long red nails, uh, fake eyelashes. So
1: you're going to be Lady V with your ventriloquist.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm basically going to look like uh, like a fortune, like a cliche fortune teller, mm-hmm. except for I'm going to be a ventriloquist master called Lady V. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Let's see, uh, Rick, in the live chat at funandplugmentradio.com slash live for your live subscriber, <laughs> 6 99 a month, the first week is free, uh, said, This is Knuckles the doll, and I am Greg. I am a grown man.
0: <laughs> I'm not a doll, I'm a man.
1: Oh, I don't like that Rick guy. Oh, come on, Knuckles, it's okay. He's fine, I'm sure he didn't do You're not any even harm.
0: trying.
1: What do you mean I'm not even trying? See, Knuckles, hey... Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying it could work. i got to practice. i got to work on the routine a little bit. But all right, then I'm, so let's when work I'm planning on, your routine. on doing a little bit of a let's dance. work on your
0: routine. Right, so going to be a dance. So say we're sitting at the podcast festival. Yeah. We're sitting there. All right, we're sitting up on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of our friends are there. Um, you know, our listeners mm-hmm. are our friends. So that's, it's all you folks there. But then there'll be some people who are there who are just like, you know, fans of like the Harry Potter podcast. And they're like, all right, we'll mm-hmm. stick around for this fun employment radio. What, right, the we want to yeah. see what's going on. Yeah. We want to see what's going on. So you're sitting up there, and I'm sitting up there with you, and then we're mm-hmm. just kind of doing our thing. hmm And then, like, is Knuckles going to come out with us, like, when we first come out, or is he going to appear? No,
1: it'll be—Knuckles will come from underneath the table.
0: We need tablecloths. Sorry, I'm putting that in Yes, the write right. that in there. I'm, I'm putting that in right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, is he, is he going to be, like, hiding underneath you? will be like, but wait a second. I think somebody else has something to say. Yeah,
1: Sarah, I've— uh, a very special guest for us today, for everybody that's here watching live right now, and it is uh, my new friend Knuckles. Everybody, say hi to Knuckles, and then whoop, he'll come up he from grows? behind the table like, "Whoa, what's going on? I didn't realize everybody's out here. I was just taking a nap." And you know, and everybody will laugh, and then they'll be like, "Oh man." Sure, glad I tried some of that marijuana earlier. Y'all have, woo! You know, I'm making marijuana jokes. And then, uh, and then he'll look at Wouldn't over that be for you. the
0: second stage? That could be for a Toko stage.
1: Well, no, it's gonna be on that stage. Okay. I'm, I'm writing the material right now. Clearly, this is winning material. And so, you know, that's one of the things that, that Knuckles will be doing. Knuckles will talk about that. Um, and then, uh, you know, oh, Nipples is saying Knuckles should be prepared to be heckled. He's gonna be kind oh, of mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he'll he'll probably well, yeah, of
0: course he's going to be mean.
1: Mhm. Yeah, but he's my buddy though. So I mean, we'll All right, be So just how cut. do I
0: so do I have to talk to you and Tim at the same time?
1: You need to address me, Sarah. All
0: right, so how do I uh like try and talk to you? I'm trying to think uh-huh. of course. I know I want to put on some like creepy carnival music and then I want to okay. try and have a conversation with you and okay. with Knuckles. So what are we going to talk about?
1: Uh look, isn't Greg looking handsome today? Oh, you're right, Knuckles. You are absolutely Correct, thank you very much. I'm glad to, I'm glad that you noticed, Knuckles. Oh, what color is Sarah's hair today? Hard to tell this time. You know, and then he'll say like something. I am like reblinding it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I figured before. it would be. Yeah. And uh Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, no, I didn't even think about that. That wasn't a ventriloquist act.
0: <gasps> oh my god. Fact. Mr. Jenki just brings up in the chat Shit. and I quote. Wasn't Sarah and Sharky already a very successful ventriloquist act? That
1: was not a successful ventriloquist it act. It sure
0: was. Oh, and you can't even say ventriloquist.
1: Ventriloquist. Sharky's no.
0: getting you a little tongue-tied. because Sharky miss him was so
1: not much. that was not a ventriloquist act. Oh, Sharky.
0: Son of I a bitch. miss Sharky. What did you do with Sharky?
1: Sharky's dead. Nobody, Sharky's nobody is liked not Sharky. dead. Nobody, nobody enjoyed Sharky. Sharky was the worst thing that this show has ever had on it, and one of the worst people that's ever existed. So, well, it wasn't cared. a
0: person, so that's uh, nobody cared. Not Sharky an was broken statement. in half
1: in a terrible accident, and mm-hmm. then run over by a car, and then burned and set on fire, and dropped in an acid, and then thrown out to sea. Nobody cared, and everybody was happy.
0: Oh. maybe Sharky needs to have a face off with Knuckles. I bet Sharky would win.
1: Knuckles doesn't want anything to do with Sharky. Mm-hmm. Sharky's annoying, and so it's not well, even funny. Because Sharky's a... People in the live chat are confused about remembering what Sharky was. So Sharky... Oh, my God. Everyone God damn misses it. I fucking forgot about Sharky. Uh, so Sharky... Oh, my God.
0: Kenda says, long live Sharky. Sharky. Chris says, I love Sharky. Nipple says, I miss Sharky, too. Rick says, yes, I miss Sharky. Eddie says, Sharky is life.
1: I have the power in the chat to delete these comments, right? I can just... Um,
0: Sharky hasn't written a poem for you in a long time, Greg.
1: Sharky... Was this stupid shark toy, like one of those, you, like uh, on a pole where you he squeeze the He was so much more than that Sharky was a stick well, I'm toy. What, I'm, I'm explaining what it was for you anybody who doesn't know. Even. So it was one of those stick toys where you have a little trigger at the bottom and you pull it and the mouth opens and closes on a little stupid plastic and toy. And it clicks very annoyingly. And it was this shark toy that Sarah got after Hood to Coast a few years ago when we ran it. And uh, proceeded to be the most annoying person on Earth. And then she brought Sharky back and then used it to like... Yeah, you... God damn it, it was a ventriloquist act. It was. It was a terrible one, though. I
0: mean, it wasn't really a ventriloquist act because Sharky spoke for himself. Sharky has strong opinions about things. And Sharky can be kind of mean. Um, So clearly that wasn't me because I am a precious snowflake and I would never do anything to hurt anybody. But Sharky has a little bit of a sharp tongue on him. A little bit of a sharp tongue.
1: You know what Sharky was also like was, uh, oh, oh, God, never mind. I, I can't remember the name of it. What? Uh, it's from um, Trailer Park Boys. Bubbles has this puppet that says mean things about uh, Ricky all the time. I know that's not where you got it, but it does no, conky. No, because Sharky existed. Conky.
0: Sharky existed well before conky. Conky. I don't even know what conky is, what kind of puppet is conky?
1: <laughs> conky is a puppet that looks exactly like Bubbles on... Trailer Park Boys. Oh, okay. And just says mean things about Ricky all the time.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so Sharky's your conky.
1: No, well, yeah, if well, I were I need Ricky. to get a little
0: hair. I need to get like a tiny, tiny, tiny little man with brown curly hair to talk and say mean things to you.
1: What, you want to get one that looks like me? Yeah. No, that's creepy. I don't like that I'm idea. Just have it
0: say mean things to you. Oh, that would be kind of fun. Hi, Greg. God, I hate that voice.
1: Sharky. Well, anyway, Knuckles may be somebody that debuts over this weekend. I'm just saying. I think Knuckles should should come on stage with us.
0: Yeah, Sharky was no nonsense. He kept Greg in check. That is so true, nipples. Kept Greg in check. Yeah, Sharky knew how to cut to the quick. He really just knew how to kind of take you and break you and rebuild you. Well,
1: what are you? What are you going to do for this show? Are you going to bring? Know. Are you going to have?
0: I'm not going to bring. Are going to Shark- do a
1: dance act? Because I feel like since we're going to be live, we should do a dance act.
0: What? What are you doing now? they now I think like panic is ensuing. So now we have to dance. No, courage is performing. Well, yeah, so that's gonna already, be later on. But well, I mean, am I supposed to do something for during the show? I was gonna have like my fun world of crazy stories. Should I bring? But I don't want to bring Sharky because I'm just gonna look like a crazy person with a stick puppet.
1: <laughs> exactly. Maybe you should bring Sharky.
0: I don't know where Sharky is. You hid Sharky from oh, yeah, me. Yeah,
1: Sharky's dead. I forgot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't even know like where to find Sharky.
1: You would look like a crazy person. Oh yeah, going on stage with that. And I'm thinking about this for everybody who doesn't know this show. I mean, A, they are—they're already going to think we're crazy people. But if you walked out talking to a shark toy, <laughs> what if I just ditched you up there too? Like, all right, see you later, sir.
0: Do you remember when uh, I brought Sharky for that um, that pirate event, and I roasted all the pirates? Well, Sharky roasted all the pirates.
1: That was for it was a Scott Daly birthday and pirate event. Yeah. At Guardian Games. Guardian Games actually finds sponsor of the Portland Podcast Festival. Guardian Games is, is one of our wonderful sponsors. Awesome. So, perfect tie-in, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't planned. Thank we're you. Perfectly segued. Well, when uh, I was
0: there, I believe, when we were at, at Guardian, Guardian Games, Games. When we were at Guardian, Guardian Games. Guardian Games. Stop saying it when I'm saying I'm it. I'm
1: emphasizing it. I'm trying to, like, double it up.
0: And, um, anyway, when we were there and I had Sharky, I remember Sharky, uh, wrote a poem about some, um, Pirates, and then one of the pirates did not like it very much. I think it was
1: Dan Clark. I wasn't going to say him, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I'll say it. Dan Clark was not a fan. I think there's
1: video of it it somewhere. He was
0: pissed. Dan
1: was not happy. He
0: was pissed. Do you have what you wrote about him? No, I remember, like, just because, uh, I I remember, it was, well, I remember that Sharky told me.
1: Here's the thing. Yeah, Sharky's a fucking asshole, and... I could handle Sharky's assholeness, but you unleashed Sharky on people who didn't even weren't expecting it. You were basically roasting everyone, and you did and look again, like a crazy this person. Wasn't me. Like you, you up there with the shark start,
0: to- he, I mean, Dan didn't even. I remember he was so upset. Like he wasn't. I was like so upset, but he was pretty pissed, and he wasn't even looking at me when he was pissed. He was looking at Sharky. <laughs> he was mad about the shark toy, mad. and he was oh, trying he was to mad. grab the shark toy. So I mean. <laughs> it is effective. See, I, I
1: understand, Dan. I understand it is effective strongly.
0: enough to the fact where people don't get mad at me when Sharky says mean things. They didn't, get mad at him. Why do you think Sharky is broken and laying in the bottom of some dumpster somewhere?
1: Burned and dumped in acid and mm-hmm. then thrown at sea. Didn't Todd break Sharky that night? That version?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure somebody, it was Todd. I think he accidentally did. I'm pretty
1: sure Todd snapped Sharky. And then I was night. trying
0: to glue him back together, and then I ended up gluing my fingers together, and I couldn't get them undone. Yeah,
1: there's been multiple versions. I'm yeah. pretty sure Todd Workoven broke Sharky.
0: No. I'm,
1: I'm blaming him. Okay. Yeah, and I think he's a hero for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so anyway... Uh, Chris said, uh, like when people talk to Muppets, they talk to the Muppets, not to the puppeteer.
0: Uh, our friend Rick is asking, did Greg just call a plastic stick a fucking asshole? Goddamn right I did.
1: <laughs> I hate that thing. Uh, Edward says, I think I know why we love Sharky. He's a better triumph the insult comic dog. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass Sharky. All right, well, fine. Well, maybe Knuckles won't happen then. Maybe I won't be able to. I think I remember Sharky taunting Dan
0: Clark about just because he, um, like, Wears a little pirate hat, doesn't make him, because he dresses like a pirate, doesn't make him a pirate. <laughs>
1: oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can sail a ship or something like that. Yeah. Oh, man, that was mean. Yeah, was. it was, it
0: was I, not me. God, you're mean. Not me. I am not mean. It is not me.
1: Yeah, it's just sharky. Well,
0: it's, you can't just open it and then like expect me to just be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to not make it, hundred. not going to do it 100%.
1: Well, anyway, maybe not. Maybe we should disagree that both Knuckles and Sharky are not making an
0: appearance. Well, I mean, Sharky will make a, an appearance someday. I don't think that our at the Portland, the Portland Podcast, Podcast Festival <laughs> is probably the place. <laughs> we'll
1: do it for the Fun Employment Radio Exclusive event.
0: Yeah, so when we have our next like listener event, which I'm sure won't be you know that far away, then I'll we'll I'll do Sharky. Yeah,
1: at some point, we okay. want everybody to come to this one because mm. this is going to be the big one. All right.
0: Yeah, because who's to say if this one doesn't go so well, then maybe we won't. <laughs> that could another be one. the end of it. Yeah, yeah we right? don't know.
1: We got a lot of eggs in this basket. Let's just say. Mm. So uh, come on down to the Portland Podcast Festival.
0: Oh, I kind of like this song. I know I said that every day, but I still like mm-hmm. it. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, sorry out
1: of
0: Japan. This would be amazing if this existed in Portland, because I know that this has happened to several people that I know. Have you ever fallen asleep on the bus and yes. missed your stop?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely. That's happened to me on the Max and the bus. Like, I, for some reason, like, the hum of that, I think it's the same thing with airplanes. Like, that hum puts me to sleep. Although, usually I'm worried about on the bus if somebody's going to steal my stuff. hmm
0: so I'm a little bit less. Yeah, well, in Japan and Tokyo specifically, they are going to be having over this holiday season a special rescue bus for drunks who fall asleep on the metro trains during the party holiday season. Wow! So public transportation companies in Japan pride themselves on precision and punctuality. Um, so that said, rail and bus operators know they can't expect all of their passengers to be. Not out of sorts during the holiday season when they are all. Dude, Japan just does it right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. They do. Like, they're how p- can cons-
1: that's, I mean, you know, it's kind of your own fault if you missed your stop, but I mean, they're like, hey, don't worry about it. You're having a good time taking public transportation. We got gotcha. you.
0: Mm-hmm. Didn't so they thir- just have to
1: issue an apology the other day for being like 20 seconds late? For one of their trains,
0: no, they uh, a train left twenty seconds early. Twenty seconds early, and they issued a huge apology. Like it was topology. a huge
1: <laughs> catastrophe of, of like failure of public transportation.
0: All right, so for the them. special buses that are going to be running are called oversleeping rescue buses, which is just the best name. Oversleeping rescue buses run by Nishi Tokyo Bus. They've decided to backstop passengers, um, which connects. So, which connects uh, central Tokyo with the capital's western outskirts by uh, running an extra bus on select nights that departs after the last express train of the night. So, for all the drunkies that fall asleep on the train, there is a bus that they can take to bring them back into the city. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, uh, this is going to be happening on the Friday nights and Saturday nights of December. So, the weekends of the 8th, 15th, and 22nd, the oversleeping rescue bus will leave... And go all the way to the end, and then take people back so in. It's going to be end. a
1: whole room full of drunks. Like, <laughs> yes. what happened? Oh, you too.
0: Um, this will be the oversleeping Rescue buses fourth year of operation during this. Uh, <laughs> How Japanese- many times does
1: this happen for them?
0: So it's, well, this is, I guess, a uh, huge. This is the height of company end of the year drinking parties called Bonakai, Bonakai in in Japanese. I guess Shh, it's. I want
1: to the, go there for it's that a big
0: old drunk fest. Sounds fun. So uh, this is their fourth year for the oversleeping rescue bus, and uh, let's see, last year 75 people used it over the course of three days. They've extended it to the full weekends. Uh, However, the company can't do anything to protect you from angry spouses and or loved ones (coughs) after you show up super late. More weird news from across the pond. A woman in Devon, England.
1: Devon, England.
0: Is breathing? Oh, wait, oh my god! Really? I hate it when they make puns with stories. Why don't they? Like I read the story, like I give it like a once-over, make sure there isn't anything, I, like I want to like take out to make it shorter, more concise. This one's full of puns. A woman in Devon, England, is breathing Devon easier England. now that her missing pet skunk has come home. No. Sarah Harris, lonely, forty, says her beloved skunk, Dotty disappeared in early July when she was killed. Does it say
1: she's lonely on there? Well, no. She doesn't own a pet skunk, though.
0: She doesn't own a beloved skunk. A beloved, beloved skunk, Dottie. While well, her skunk disappeared in July, she immediately reported the missing animal but had no luck finding Dottie despite occasional sightings by other people. Now, weeks passed, and Sarah still wasn't able to find out Dottie's whereabouts. She was deeply concerned about her skunk. Sarah decided... To stop waiting around, and to get a hold of a local sci- a psychic named Becky Willoughby. Now, Becky Willoughby used all of her magical instincts, and then she felt that Dottie was near the garden shed. So she, she told used Sarah magical that,
1: instincts.
0: Yeah, her magical psychic instincts.
1: Okay.
0: So she told her that she was near a garden shed. More days went by. Sarah Harris, sadly, without her skunk, was sitting all alone, skunkless. Until she got a call from a man who had seen a Facebook post about a missing skunk. He took a picture of Dottie and sent me a text message saying he saw my skunk in his garden. And as the psychic had told her... (laughs) I've seen your skunk in my garden. No, I've seen your skunk in my garden. They're British. Oh, yeah, sorry. Now, as the psychic had predicted, Dottie the skunk was under a garden shed. Sarah says, all of a sudden, I saw her. She edged forward, and a friend of mine managed to grab hold of her. It was as if she had never been away. Well, it wasn't the perfect reunion, uh, Dottie sprayed Harris in the face. Which shows <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even like D... De- it's not even like take take out- Yeah, <laughs> don't,
1: isn't there a thing they do, you know, where they take that out?
0: I oh, thought they could, like, take out that thing. So she
1: gets sprayed by a skunk yeah. while she's... <laughs>
0: Wow. So Dottie what sprayed a fun her. Animal. I know, right? I've been looking for you for months. <laughs> um, so Dottie, Sarah said after she was able to wipe off the stench from herself, kind of, <laughs> Dottie curled up in her car in a blanket. She smelled very earthy, and I'm sure like skunk. So that was in late July. Dottie was listening for about a month. Since then, the skunk has fully recouped. And she's now living happ- happily. Oh, I can't say happily. She's now living back with her owner, who owns her.
1: Yeah, that's just a lot of commitment. I mean, I you know we've talked about it before. I like, I would like to have you know a wild animal pets you know in my house. I wanted to turn it into something like that. You know, have a cougar in there. Obviously, have some kind of weird flying monkey thing. Um, there's a number. Oh, and also in my backyard, I want to have a whole thing from meerkats. Collect meerkat it's village. Too
0: cold. It's too cold. No, I'd
1: heat it. I'd have it heated. Okay. A heated you don't even want manner. to pay
0: to heat your house, let alone heat your backyard. Oh, I'd find a
1: way to like get funding for mm. it, to heat my meerkat manor in the People are asking backyard. if
0: Sarah has an H or no H. She unfortunately has an H. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think that they might have made a mistake there, though. This definitely seems like a S-A-R-A story, not an S-A-R-A. I think that skunk story.
1: was just happy to finally escape, and then it's like, yeah, it's shit. it's like, cool,
0: I get to be back out into I nature, to into where do I belong. skunk
1: things. Then, oh, here comes the crazy lady that's kept me captive this entire
0: Seriously. time. Seriously? Like, who wants to keep... I mean, I'm just, they're, I guess, cute-ish. I don't no. know. I haven't really spent a lot of time with skunks. I've
1: seen a lot of skunks in my life. They're, I, don't, no. yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't think Dottie really wants to be a pet if, like, you're trying to take her, like, oh, my baby, come on with me, and that <laughs> sprays you in the face. <laughs> I'm really not thinking that's a balanced relationship. Probably not. All right, I have a story out of Florida. Florida woman has been accused of going on a booze-filled rampage at a Jensen Beach, Florida restaurant before running laps around a parking lot to avoid being arrested. Well, unfortunately for her, she wasn't fast enough and was arrested. Jillian Stewart, 44 years old, was jailed on disorderly intoxication after an incident at Conky Joe's.
1: Conky Joe's. Another Conky... Twice in this, uh...
0: It's C-O-N-C-H-Y. That's conky, right? Yeah, it's conky. Yeah. Conky Joe's. Well, the manager said that Jillian Stewart got drunk and aggressive, threw water from a cup, grabbed a man by a neck, and started running laps in the parking lot.
1: Wow. Grabbed a man by a neck.
0: Well, the the conky Joe's bartender said he served Stewart two glasses of Cabernet before she downed, quote, a shot of fireball with the trivia person. (laughs) From the fireball center over the edge. All of a sudden, Jillian Stewart became very aggressive, trying to choke another patron at the bar. <laughs> While the bartender had to take Stewart's keys away from her so she couldn't drive, the manager said Stewart ran out and tried to get into her car. Well, when she didn't have her keys, she got out of the car and began running laps around Conky Joe's in the parking Can't lot. Can't catch me! She continued to get into her car. Oh, so I guess she left the car unlocked, but the keys were inside with the bartender. She continued to get into her car, attempt to start the car without the keys, scream, and then close the car door again. Investigators say when they finally arrived, Stewart was bent over in a Mini Cooper, not moving. She started screaming loudly after the deputy knocked on the window. When a woman arrived to drive Stewart home, Stewart used unkind language and reported that she was a, quote, expletive physician.
1: She's a fucking physician? I think she's a
0: fucking physician. The deputy told her she needed to go home with her friend who was picking her up, and then she decided to go full balls to the wall. Jill Stewart says, no, take me to fucking jail. (laughs) Well, they did take her to jail. Usually that
1: doesn't work out for a lot of people.
0: No, and her friend was there to pick her up, and she was taunting the sheriff to take her to jail. So she was taken to jail and, yeah, arrested. So she's hanging out in Martin County Jail. Finally,
1: Fireball, folks. Yeah. One shot of Fireball. That's apparently all Uh-oh. it took.
0: Uh oh. And this is something that we need to get for our green room because, of course, we have our record player in there. Mm hmm. The NASA Gold Record for Extraterrestrials is soon going to be available on vinyl for Earthlings.
1: Oh really? Mm
0: hmm. That's awesome. You can now order. Uh, we can now pre-order. We need to get this for the studio, by the way.
1: We definitely need to get this.
0: A vinyl version of the Voyager Golden Record, which NASA sent into deep space decades ago in an attempt to reach intelligent life. I want that. So the soundtrack has been available on SoundCloud and came out as a CD in 1992. Now Osmo Records is prepared to release it on vinyl as early as January.
1: That's really cool. It's
0: already up for pre-order. So two sets of the album with images and instructions and symbolic languages were rocketed into into space in 1977, one aboard the Voyager 1 and the other aboard Voyager 2. So what is contained on this album, I'm sure you know, but I will tell you, sounds from animals and the outdoors plus rock, classical, and other genres of international music were recorded on the 12-inch gold-plated copper discs. So the selection, compiled by a committee headed by Carl Sagan... Was uh, intended to be a broad introduction to the myriad sounds of Earth. It's kind of a time capsule intending to communicate a story of our world with extraterrestrials. Mm -hmm. So it includes greetings in 55 languages, the sound of rain, a whale song, bird chirps, a baby's cry, Chuck Berry's Johnny B. Good, a music by Bach and Beethoven. So the it's going
1: it's, it's to be the death of us. It's going to be how the aliens find us. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. But
0: and The only reason we're still alive is because they probably haven't find us yet, found us yet. Mm-hmm. Well, the Vinyl Project was initially funded by a $1.4 million Kickstarter campaign to honor the 40th anniversary of the Voyager launches. Uh, so the record contains a message from Earth by Jimmy Carter, who was the U.S. president when the Voyagers headed into space. He said, "This is uh, this is a present... From a small, distant world, a token of our sounds, our music, our thoughts, our feelings, we are attempting to survive our time so we may live into yours. We hope someday, having solved the problems we face, to join a community of galactic civilizations.
1: Want to know a, a rumor about it? Sure. Is that Carl Sagan wanted to put The Beatles, Here Comes the Sun, onto it, which would be a perfect addition. Oh, yeah. Uh, but EMI refused to let them because they had is the Is that the record rights. label? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, boy. To let them
1: send a record out into space. Yes. Like, no! Not all
0: those space people. All those
1: aliens <laughs> playing it without paying
0: royalties? Not on my watch. Wow. All right, well, there you have it, my friends. That is your World of Crazy. There we go. All right,
1: should we do a little bit of? Uh, I got a little bit of ball talk. There's okay. not a ton of ball talk, but Has a little bit of ball talk. Has
0: there been some stuff
1: happening? Not a ton of stuff, but there are a couple of things. There's a warning, and then maybe something that's going to be happening again. So yeah, again, Greg,
0: you need to get new music.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: I forget about it always until, like, about five seconds before I play yeah, this. Yeah, we've
1: had a few other things in our mind. Um, but if you have suggestions for some royalty-free ball talk music, please send those in to Fun and play yeah. Radio at gmail.com. I'm Greg Nibbler. Yeah. Let's talk balls.
0: Balls. All right,
1: first up in ball talk, yesterday we talked about the Grey Cup, which is the Canadian Football League's championship. Toronto, it was Toronto Argonauts versus the Calgary Stampeders. And it's a very popular game up there. So popular. A couple of criminals had to stop and watch the game. So, in Hamilton, Ontario, there was a city truck that was stolen on Sunday night. Uh oh! And so they knew the truck had been stolen. They were kind of about looking for it. They were trying to figure out where to where to find it. And um, so, so somebody had apparently smashed a window in the truck and took it. And and drove off with it. Oh, no. But as the police were driving around, they received a tip that the checkered flag bar and grill, in fact, had a truck matching that description sitting in the front in their parking lot. And that was because the two men who had stolen it were driving around with it and then just remembered that the gray cup was on and decided to stop at the bar with the stolen truck. Uh-oh. The keys still in their pocket and go in for a couple of beers while they watch the game, leaving it in the parking lot. So they were arrested. Charged with uh, possession of burglary tools, stolen property worth over five thousand dollars, breaking and entering, among other things. But yeah, still had the keys—the keys to the truck—in his pocket while the officers walked inside the bar.
0: No, oh, not getting away with it. So
1: the checkered flag bar and grill in Mount Hope—that sounds like a fun place. Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> um, speaking of bar fights, there is a rumor. That a certain Irish celebrity got into a bar fight that could be worthy of a movie. So, who's the Irish celebrity you think that I'm talking about?
0: The guy who lost to Floyd Mayweather. I can't remember his name. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor.
1: Conor McGregor. So, there are rumors going on around right now that he was in um, Crumlin, Ireland, where Fun Employment Radio will be going next year. And, uh, well, at least Ireland. I don't know about Crumlin.
0: Yeah, where, I was like, where the hell is I don't know Crumlin?
1: where Crumlin is. I can't necessarily say is Crumlin. The, we will be U? in the country of Ireland. What's that? Crumlin? C-R-U-M-L-I-N. I don't know. Conor McGregor is quite rich, so I don't know why he would be doing this. But he, the rumor is he went to a bar and was involved in a brawl. And the brawl supposedly involved him teaming up with a gangster an Irish gangster, to attack two crime brothers.
0: Oh, that seems smart.
1: So I guess, uh, yeah, two crime brothers got into a fight with Conor McGregor and some other gangster. Wow. And that is supposedly what happened. Um, And uh, it was also supposedly recorded, but no word on whether that video is going to be released or not, obviously. He's denying it, that it happened. But I'm suspecting maybe there's some payoffs or something that are going on there.
0: Mm-hmm. So Conor
1: McGregor fighting gangsters. Wow. That also sounds like something his camp would just put out just to make it know, seem like I know. like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's totally fighting gangsters.
0: Let's, look at how tough he is. Yeah. Look at how tough.
1: Well, I think you'd have to be a pretty big idiot to try to fight him. I mean, losing to Mayweather or not, that's still. Uh, yeah. He's still pretty, he's pretty good. Um, speaking of which, with Conor McGregor and who did fight. Floyd Mayweather and lose over this last summer, but each of them made, I think, about $100 million or more on that fight. There is another rumor circulating that Floyd Mayweather, despite being 50-0, and he has never lost a match. He's a 15-time world champion. Is considering getting back into the ring for a rematch with Conor McGregor because they would make probably another $100 million apiece. Wow. That's,
0: And we would all watch it.
1: I probably would. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd just watch it because my friends do it. I'm like, whatever.
1: Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. For like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, this next one, I don't know if it, it wouldn't be a, the, quite the same. Yeah. But that is the rumor.
0: All right. So it may
1: be happening again. So there we go. That's something to, something to bring up at the next party you're at. The rumor of Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fighting again. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Not a lot going on in the world of ballpark, I'm going to be honest. Oh, did I say that Chip Kelly's not going to be at UCLA? That's another thing.
0: Oh, no, you didn't. All right. Good to know.
1: Chip Kelly. Yep. Chip Kelly, former UFO coach, now going to be the UCLA coach.
0: Woohoo. Los
1: Angeles. So that is going to be happening.
0: Los Angeles, Los,
1: Los Angeles, the city of
0: tomorrow, the windy city. That's,
1: none of those things are true. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> that is going to be happening. All
0: right. But
1: what's going to be happening this weekend is the Portland Podcast Festival, as we said earlier. At you know that, that was the be joke, right? December second at the Hawthorne Theater.
0: Oh, I did see. So I drove. So the Hawthorne Theater is like pretty close to where I live, and I drove by. We're on the marquee. Are we on the marquee? Good. We're on the marquee. Good. 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 So good. If you get a picture of it. Please send it our way. It was awesome. I think it says like Portland Podfest or something. Yeah, yeah. Super stoked. I'm like, oh my god, it's happening. I was in Fred Meyer getting my coffee, and I could see it from like through the windows, and it was so trippy. Like I had to stop myself from over talking to the barista, saying like, "That's me." By the way, that's our event that we're throwing. That's awesome. Like we all think that I'm yeah, I'm a spaz, so I wasn't even going to tell them like. That's what I'm doing. Well, you'll see it around because
1: it's on there then. That's great. It's on the marquee. It's also in the Portland Mercury.
0: Big thank you to the Portland Mercury. We have some friends that work there and they were generous enough to um, donate some space for us to have like a pretty substantially sized advertisement. Pretty
1: solid ad. So that's pretty awesome. So big thanks
0: to Rob and the crew at Mercury because you guys are the best.
1: Good folks. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you'll see it all over the place. Um, If you are going to the festival, or you're interested in it, or you know somebody here in Portland who might be interested in something like that, uh, feel free to share any of the posts, too. I mean, we have a PDX Pod Festival um, uh, Facebook page and Twitter account and Instagram and all of that stuff, in addition to all of our Fun Employment Radio stuff. So feel free to, to share all of those Heck if you yeah. so desire. Retweeting that stuff. It just helps getting get people, get it in front of more eyes, really. Like, exactly. You know, get it, getting only- the word out is one of the things that... Uh, that we have to
0: I mean, do. I know it seems like we're talking about this a lot, but I mean, just think are, about it. We only have, we're only going to be talking about this for a few more days and it's going to be over.
1: Yep, and then it'll be done.
0: And then either it'll be like a, a roaring success or...
1: We'll never talk about it I'll again and we'll hang our heads in shame. Again. Come on out. It's going to be fun. Please it really out. is going to be awesome, though. Uh, it's going to be a really, really I'm excited.
0: Event. We're going to be there all night. I already have my outfit picked out. I am dyeing my hair, Greg. Excellent. I'm doing it this afternoon. I'll
1: debate about ringing knuckles or not. Um. Courage practice begins tonight as well.
0: Oh. Because snap. today,
1: Billy Bob Courage, AKA Gavin, gets into town. Courage is the band that's going to be closing out the night for everybody. And uh, yeah, practice starts today. Whew.
0: I'm kind of excited. So now Greg and I are actually uh, going to go and do an, a radio interview about our podcast festival. We are. That's where we're <laughs> heading. It's like, it's kind of ironic, show, right?
1: Which for live listeners, just. Uh, I think every day this week we're gonna be going live at eleven instead yeah. of noon. Um, just it's it's working out with our schedules to be a better time. So thank you for adjusting on that. Eleven AM live every day this week. And then of course the podcast goes up afterwards. Send us send us an email, Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Oh, I think we're working on the new songs.
0: <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so Adds excited. Add another thing on.
1: Um Yeah. New stuff.
0: I was talking to uh, Vanessa and Wayne yesterday, and I guess Wayne is very excited I am, to see some Courage. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. I am very, very excited as well. If you've never seen Courage, this is a good opportunity to do it, to see the full
0: I can't wait to just the cut loose shebang. because that'll just be like after like all the podcasting stuff is done.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It is, It is going to be fun. I will be ready to... Rock at that point.
0: Ready to rock.
1: Ready to rock. Absolutely. All thank right. you, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate all of the support. You are all awesome, great you people. so awesome. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Um Bye.
0: Bye.